0: Welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus and quite spontaneous uh, episode of the Top Gear magazine podcast. Um, We bumped into someone in Los Angeles at the LA show, didn't we, Ray?
1: Yeah, so we were outside um, the Porsche stand where the 911 Dakar had just been seen, and my eye twicked because I saw someone that I've wanted to speak to for a very long time. Roman Dumas, who, if you're not aware of, is a racing driver, but he's just not like your normal racing driver who will drive in one class. He's driven everything, and not even that, he wins most of the time. So he has competed in, you know, LMS, uh, WEC, WRC. He's won the 24 Hours of Nürburgring. He's won the 24 Hours of Le Mans. He's won 24 Hours of Spa. He's been the Pikes Peak Hill Climb Champion. He's been the Goodwood Festival of Speed Champion in the IDR. And he's just an absolute Porsche nut who's just driven a 911 to the top of and a volcano. He's also
0: trying, yeah, he's exactly the volcano story. And he's also trying to win Dakar at the moment, which I wouldn't put past him. No. Uh, he, I think he's had four or five cracks in it. 7th um, or 8th was his best finish. But um, you can see in his eyes, he's got a steely focus to conquer the the, the Dakar. Um, but just such a, a kind of old school racing driver in many ways. And the fact that he's across all these different disciplines, he, you know, he talks a bit about modern racing drivers. Once you've got that factory driver job and you've got the the check coming in, then it's too easy to just sit, sit, uh, sit rest on your laurels and, you know, do do the job that's in front of you and not pursue anything else. But he, he doesn't care about that.
1: No, he's annoyed by the Gregorian calendar because it, all, all the all the motorsports just seem to clash. And he works out his uh, diary a year in advance to see what he can do because he wants to do everything. But more than that, more than a lot of racing drivers that we've spoken to, he is such a petrolhead. He's in it for the cars and he just sees that he's quite handy behind the wheel. It's like a secondary thing because he goes away and then he builds his own rally cars and he builds his own Porsches and he tries to you know, get what he can from manufacturers to do the craziest projects, yeah. which is just fascinating. So I kind of fanboyed a bit. The questioning just kind of went out my win- out the window <laughs> when there was so much to ask him. It could have gone for hours and hours and hours and um, we did actually stop the recording and still go on um, about we- the new G3 RS, which is quite frustrating that we didn't record it, but that's how it goes.
0: Yeah, and uh, shout out to Roman Dumas' uh, microphone etiquette, which was just beautiful. Like his driving, the microphone sitting perfectly on his chin for the entire interview, whereas I was waving it around in midair like a, an ice cream cone.
1: Yeah, I thought it was glued to his chin at <laughs> one point, but yeah, he's very, very well trained, um, whereas we're not. And um, But yeah, here's Roman Dumas talking about cars racing and um, everything in between.
0: Roman Duma, welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast, thank you so much for um, spending some time with us here today. Rowan, you've, you had the first question, didn't you?
1: Well, no, yeah, we've just been racking our brains while we're waiting. Um, you're a Swiss army knife of motorsport, basically, you can go in any car and compete at any circuit. We were just trying to work out what race haven't you competed in, it feels like, or major
2: one that you haven't done, and what's on the, the bucket list? Well, bucket list, I don't know because for sure I've done a lot of races. For sure, I didn't do everything. I never drove uh, IndyCar on Oval. I never drove NASCAR. So, but actually, this kind of racing, I will say, like, uh, not so long ago, three years ago, I had an offer to do Indy 500. And I think it's only one that I refuse. So, <laughs> it's not my style normally. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I said, you know, to go the only time that I felt that, with the luck I have so far, to have no injuries and so on, that I said ah, it's a little bit too tricky. You know, you don't decide on oval, you don't decide what the others are doing, and it could happen something bad. So I didn't, f- yeah, I didn't feel. It. But for the rest, it's quite difficult to find a race, you're right, that I didn't do, and uh, also myself. Sometimes I'm thinking what can i do (laughs) what can i do new or what should i do and um, but i think when you're still passionate you know you always found race uh, uh, around the world that uh, with new crazy ideas or famous old race Um, so i will i will find for sure uh, new things Uh, this is not a good you know when you have a chance to drive rally to drive uh, circuit, to drive uh, all kind of race, you always found something new.
1: Yes, because you've you've done them most so rally, Le Mans, um, but also you, fun projects. You've just told us that I've forgot um, about the Baja One Thousand with Jim Glickenhaus, but you've also just driven a 911 to the top of a volcano. Which is a different... In Chile. In Chile. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, a, a different motorsport so we together. Uh,
0: so we were getting a bit confused because obviously they've launched, we're here in, at the LA show, a, a sort of pre-reveal of the new 911 Dakar. But of course, at the same time, the news was released that you had gone on this amazing expedition in Chile. Um, but just help help explain a little bit. That car's not related to the, to the 911 Dakar. It's an off-road 911, but it's something different that, that your company made
2: yeah uh, actually yes i mean uh, the story is that uh, let's call it the, the the Chile project not the silly but the chili <laughs> chili <laughs> project, silly Chile project. Uh, yeah uh <laughs> was already in in a loop some years ago three years ago and i was already let's say interested or informed by this project and um actually so covid time came you know and all this was a little bit delay and at the same time, uh, uh, one and a half year ago came, you know, this nice story of uh, this uh, 911 Dakar. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, you know, at the time, uh, Frank Valle told me, oh, you know, you should try this car because with your experience, it uh, would be interesting to have your feedback. So both, let's say, we, are, we cannot say parallel because one is for the... The production car and uh, yes so I drove this uh, 911 Dakar last year already and I told them I said you should go to South of France if it's calling Dakar uh, will be important that this car also are testing on a place that we are testing for Dakar Mm -hmm. and uh, in South of France close to Narbonne in Chateau L'Astour it's a a place that we always test the car for Dakar and, and there I'm testing I will next Saturday my Dakar car so I told Frank I said it's the right place to to compare you know both car even if one it's a old legal car and the other one is not at all it's a race car and uh, yeah so they decided to go there and it's why I was driving there a the car. And so, how,
0: how, how finished was the uh, 911 Dakar prototype that, that Frank Valliser brought along was it was it an early prototype or pretty pretty close to finished?
2: I have to tell you the story that when this car arrived in, in Chateau-Lastour, I was thinking Chateau-Lastour is very famous for testing for the car because it's really rough. And also a lot of WSC cars are going there to try to, to, to break the car. So when Frank told me they are coming there and they will be there, I was thinking they, I will explode this car in pieces, you know, <laughs> really. And, um, and my first... For sure, I was impressed by the look, even if I saw picture, as you can imagine. But um, I start <laughs> to go to the to the track in Chateau Lastours from uh, let's say the pit, if we can call it the pit. You have a, a, a hill, but really rough with a lot of huge stone and so on. I mean, you have you can take different roads, but they are all quite rough. And already I was thinking, this this car will never go up, you know, on this stone and with, I took the car and went up, and it was going very smoothly, and I, I was already surprised. But after I went, you know, the first laps of the same truck that I am using with my Dakar car, rally car, and uh, for sure it's not a race car, the first feeling, but after two, three, four laps, I was thinking, okay, uh, they asked me to push the car to the limit, but I was thinking we will break down the car soon. But actually we drove all the day long and the day after and nothing was happening and we were able already to speak about technique. And that was quite uh, impressive, I have to say. That was, was I was really impressed because not to break the car. Uh,
0: what, what, what was the key to it being so, uh, so durable? Is it, is it the, the quality of the suspension, the special tires, the stiffness of the body? What makes <clears> it, uh, yeah, I, it's a
2: Yeah, I think it's for sure a, a mix of everything, but uh, for sure, suspension play an important role there. Uh, definitely. So, and when the car came straight away, I was telling, okay, suspension-wise, it's it's a huge step. We play a little bit at the time with the ABS to try to to improve it because, for sure, ABS was set up for off the road, it's not exactly the same setting that you need on a gravel. So we have a lot of ABS activity. So we, we changed that in term of, uh, in term of uh, setting. Also, the gear shift was a little bit different because when you have a lot of wheel spin, you know, you need to engage gears. So it's not so easy, but it's the same on uh, any race race car. And uh, step by step, I mean, we, we improved very well as a car. So it was, uh, was very interesting.
1: So for the people looking to buy one, Would you say go out there and thrash it off-road? They have to go and do it. Because, you know, some people may be scared. It's a beautiful thing to look at. (laughs) But uh, does it open up a lot more opportunity, you're saying, for what a 911 could do for a normal consumer?
2: Well, I will take the example of, uh, you know, a lot of people are ordering GT3 RS. Some of them are keeping them in the garage and uh, show the car to the friend. That is already very nice because it's a piece of art. But some are using on a racetrack. Or mainly on a racetrack, and I think it will be the same there. Some will keep on a garage and or oh, going here in a mi- mi- in the middle of Los Angeles with uh, and and showing that they could use this car, but uh, not on a gravel and I'm convinced and some of them can have fun also on a small gravel road i don't I don't think that or I don't see. Possible people are going from Paris to to have food in Morocco to do on June. This I don't know, but yeah. for sure can we can do it. You know, this we will
0: for 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 a feature in the magazine. You know, because that's our job to do something silly.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine with you. Uh, you will you will push a car too. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's quite you know interesting that. It's, as I said today, it's the first time that normally with a 911, you are really scared to damage the front bumper as soon as bumpy, but right now you can go flat out, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So is this going to be your new personal road car, one of these 911 Dakars? Have you got your name on the list?
2: Uh, The stuff is that I would like, but if it's a company car and if I damage it on the floor, (laughs) they will be not happy anyway.
0: (laughs) And you've... um, You've actually built 911 rally cars yourself in the past, 996s and 997s, and so when uh, when they come along with this 992 Dakar, I mean, you've got intimate knowledge of what it what it takes underneath. Tell us a bit about those those projects that that, that you made yourself with the 996.
2: Oh yeah, you know, for sure, I was always uh, uh, passionate about uh, yeah cars, mainly Porsche. And funny thing is. In the Dakar project, if you see or if you look a little bit deeper, one of the key engineers on, on the time in Vaisa in, in 84 was Roland Kussmaul. And this Roland was after later on my engineer with the RS Spider or the Victory in Nürburgring and so on and so on. I mean, not my, but the engineer of the car. And with Roland, for sure, we always spoke about Dakar or we always spoke about rally car because he is really... For sure, his best friend is Walter Hall, so he, he, for sure he helped a relation with Raleigh. And, um, and when I decided to, 2008, when we won in, in USA with the Red Spiders, American Le Mans, the boss at the time of motorsport, Armut Christen, was telling me, okay, Romain, so um, you won, so what is now, uh, what we can do at the time, we can get a nice race suit, a martini design, so Timo Bernhard took the martini suit. I told him, I said, no, no, me, I don't want that. I saw somewhere in Visa you have a test car for Rally on 96 at the time. I said, I want to use this car to do a rally. So they were looking at me like, what is he telling? <laughs> so I done my first rally with this car, a car from Vaisa. I bring back the car after the rally and I went to Cosmo and I said, okay, I checked my time. Uh, it was not bad, but it was not incredible. So. I will do my own 996, but I need your help. And it started like that. So I developed the 996 on GT. and uh, after came the 997, so I said, okay, now we do the 997, 3.6, after 3.8, the last one was the four liter. So always pushing more and more with my own team, when the project of Pike's Peak and so on, and after I developed to historic cars, so for sure, from the 911 Group 4, from uh, the 77 model to, uh, to the 997 or the Cayman, when we don't from Va- when we don't the car for vice also uh yeah i know quite a lot of all this car <laughs> and i have a lot of parts at home and a lot of cars
0: <laughs> is there something about um the 911 that makes it inherently good for rallying because you know you look at it the the engine slung out the back you know two-seater coupe and you're like really rally cars don't normally look like this
2: well uh the project of today if we are speaking about now this 911 dakar that we see people are excited why because we saw today on a film it's a heritage of porsche you know and i'm very happy today that we are speaking about heritage because i like if i am if i'm a porsche fan is because also i get this heritage for my dad who was doing hill climb with porsche and I if I decide to do rally with a Porsche, as you just mentioned, compare a WSE, it's the worst car you can use. <laughs> but people on, on the on when they are side of the road they are waiting. I remember when I was doing the RGT, they were waiting the first five WSE and suddenly they were waiting the Porsche from England from Tutil or myself because they, they have a good show. <laughs> and you know, and that is important. So uh, at the end of the day. For sure, if we are competing for competing for winning, like Le Mans, you are competing with the LMP1. But if you are doing rally for fun, or you have a WRC to win, or after, I think the Porsche is the best car. Yeah, yeah. and I would
1: recommend to everyone go on YouTube now and type in RGT rally compilation, <laughs> and the noise of these cars going past, and just seeing a 911 jump with you know massive massive suspension travel on it is mind blowing. But I want to know because you have competed in so many disciplines. What Would you wake up or you had one to do, um, you know, one drive left? Where would you go and what car would you do it in? Because you've driven <laughs> pretty much everything.
2: <laughs> That's a hard question. So I just hope that I just don't have one drive left. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, it's crazy, but I repeat this often that for me, the most difficult craziest category yeah. <laughs> it looks crazy when I say that, but it's a hill climb category. And uh, why is that? Because, unfortunately, it's uh, not the most popular. But at the end, you have a, a mix of everything. means you know the road, like in rally, or in circuit. Uh, so, but, unfortunately, you don't have a lot of practice, so you have to push yourself to a, a limit, or what you think is a limit, and in terms of uh, dangerosity, it's completely extreme. So you have a lot of adrenaline. And uh, this kind of category, I think it's uh, is something really special. And uh, when you are doing bike speak with a very quick car, you know, a prototype, who is able to drive in, in Le Mans in terms of downforce, for sure you are never at 100% that like you are in Le Mans, because you don't have a lot of practice. But already you have a... Uh, yeah, something in your body, in terms of feelings, that is, you cannot compare.
1: But the pressure must be so high as well. Not just because you're at altitude, that's a Pikes <laughs> Peak joke, but also you've got that one run and that one run only to make it happen. Yeah, and yeah. it's all or nothing.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, for that, it's, uh, I mean, pressure is high if you compare in Le Mans if you have a crash, let's say like that, because you work for one year for a factory and you can lose everything. But bike speak, it's something uh, something crazy because as you just mentioned, you have only one try. So it means one lap and, and you invest so much. You are coming from France with all your team for one year. You prepare your car and you have one shot. So mm. if your car is breaking down or if you are doing a mistake, mm. You th- are thinking, but why I came here, you know? The
0: challenge must be not to overdrive, because you're so pumped, full of adrenaline, that you're like, you want to just attack, attack, attack.
2: Yeah, yeah but you know, it's so dangerous that yeah. you don't attack, attack, attack. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, you
1: took the record off Seb Loeb uh, with the 208 T16, and you were in the VW IDR. One is a very, very fast uh, you know, combustion engine car made out of a Le Mans car. The other is EV. Which one would you rather drive, and do you think they're two very different experiences? You're very lucky to have sampled a lot. Of- uh,
2: you know, the good point is that if we, a, a lot of a lot of times, uh, we speak about this 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 time this comparison. But um, in 2000, so when I done it in 2018 with a with a Volkswagen in 2017, I was in Pike's Peak that I, I won with my own car with my normal Modify, black whatever. But unfortunately, on this year, I, I, I broke a, a spark plug, so I won on three and a half cylinder, let's say like that. But in qualify, with half of the of the of the of the race, we were only one second off of Peugeot. On the second sector in practice, we were ahead of Peugeot. So with my own car, small team, I was really waiting the race. I can tell you because I knew. That in France, you know, the Peugeot and Sebastian, we are very good friends. And Peugeot at the time, the, the boss was Bruno Famé, that we are also very good friends. Because I can tell you, they were looking the race on live, both of them. And uh, I get special tires from Michelin on a Saturday, just before the race, softer. And on the race, when I start after 800 meters, I was already one second ahead of my quality time happened what happened with the spark plug. I finished the race and I won, but unfortunately far away of the Peugeot. And uh, at the time, anyway, I already had the deal with Volkswagen. So I knew that the year later will be with uh, with Volkswagen on an electric. And um, so it's very difficult to, to compare, I think. But for sure, in France, and with, uh, I was texting again yesterday, uh, Seb Loeb, <laughs> we, we we are we are good friends, but both, I think, uh, it was a nice article after Pikes Peak, and uh, in L'Equipe, a famous French journal, they said to Seb Loeb, say, okay, now we take your record, you will go back. And uh, he tells something very interesting. He said, from all what I've done in my career, it's only race that I don't want to do again. So people say, why? You know? He said, because it's too dangerous. Really? Yes. And uh, and we are very good friends. And for me, yesterday we spoke about uh, <laughs> he's doing extreme you know, uh, next weekend. And uh, he told me, I said, yeah, you are you are the master, so you will win, you know. And for me, because I'm a big fan of Rally, I give him big, big respect, you know. And uh, But it was very nice that this kind of race, a little bit like Le Mans, but Le Mans a lot smaller, you know that it's so dangerous that you have a lot of respect between each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, between a a lot of competitors. Also now you have Robin Schultz, who is winning all the time, an English guy at the base, and with his own team again, same story. Big respect because you know that if something is happening, you know you are not on a race track, and uh, <laughs> the ambulance is not there, and the, the barrier also. So. So
1: because I, w- I was there when Seb did the records and he didn't. He looked very chilled because he arrived on a Harley Davidson with his top off, with his wife <laughs> on the back, and then got in the car and then just smashed the record yep. and just cruised out. It was, it was. Maybe
0: that's the key. You have to try and keep your heart rate down before before the run. But yeah. just
1: quickly as well on that with the VW IDR you then set the record at the hill climb at Goodwood, um, which has now been beaten by the mcmurtry spearling what was your thought on that?
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> uh actually the people from Mac Mac-Marty, they contact me two years ago and say, ah, oh, do you want to drive our car? And so on and so on. And last year I went to see the car in, in Goodwood because they were there already mm. and I was looking the car. At first I was very surprised how nice was the car, you know, in terms of how it was done, you know, when somebody is writing you an email via your Facebook offering you to drive. <laughs> you are thinking, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you have, you know. <laughs> and you've never, you never heard of the company. <laughs> exactly. and it was in a small tent,
1: wasn't it, on the first so year? It was just a, like exactly. set away. So yeah. I
2: was on internet looking, who are this guy? Because, you know, I like that people have crazy ID like always done, but no info of this company and so on. So I, I, I did not follow the story, but I went last year in Goodwin and I saw them. The guy came to me, two young guy, two young, crazy English en- engineer. <coughs> ah, it's us, you know. If- so I said, wow, you know, wow, whew, <laughs> it's, it's not nothing, you know, they, they, are, they are clever as a guy, you know. And uh, and this year that they beat us with the Volkswagen, I have to say, I was very happy for them. I saw, I saw them at the at the end and I, I, I congratulate them and I said, hey guys, it's good because I like these two young guys, you know, with crazy ideas. <laughs> Made something incredible because this, this car was insane, you know. Mm. I can tell you on a Sunday night, I already analysed. So start, the 100 meters, the sector one, the sector two. So <laughs> <laughs> sector do,
0: you, two. <laughs> do you think it's possible to go faster? Because you're, you're talking there about Seb didn't want to, he doesn't want to take back the record at, at Pike's Peak. Do you feel an itch to take back the Goodwood record in something else?
2: Uh, how they done it now with the car it's so narrow, you know, I think uh, because as I told you already check and I'm sure they also check <laughs> from the the, the the wall, you know, the corner with the wall to the end, with the walls again we were faster. Oh. But they were gaining so much at the start of the first two corners. Uh, they were they were gaining crazy time. I mean, these things at the start is, is the Volkswagen was impressive, but compared to them, we were nothing. Would you like to drive it? Oh yeah, 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 for sure,
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, 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 so it's, it's it's two two tons of downforce on the start line. Yeah, and then you have the the instant torque, of the electric, and that combined is. But like uh,
2: but at the end of the day, you know, it's it's good that some race still allowed like bike speak, like Goodwood, you know, it's good that they are playing the game to allow crazy cars or crazy ID mm. because I think for the show, you know, it's it's good. You can still say, yeah, Formula 1 will go faster and so on. I will tell you right now with the speed of now we saw now in Goodwood, it will be not so easy <laughs> either for <laughs> Formula 1 if you don't have taurus Blanket like we, mm. we are doing.
0: you know? mm. Also, the F1 cars are so big these days, you know, they're getting quite large. So yeah. going past the wall exactly. in a modern F1 car would be tight.
2: But anyway, it's, it's good to see
0: that.
1: So you like crazy ideas, you like crazy races, crazy cars. What's something that you would love to do that you haven't been able to do yet?
2: But I would like to improve in Dakar, definitely. Uh, I will do again next year. Uh, for sure, when I started to drive Dakar in Argentina, was a lot of gravel, so even if I never drove rally on gravel but when you are driving a 911 you know more or less how to slide let's say like that so argentina after two years i was already uh, i finished p8 so was for a private guy not good not bad but since it's uh, now a <clears throat> lot more complicated because this is on a new country that they uh, are going now so a lot of dunes and uh, if you don't practice on the dune, it's very very difficult. It's a little bit. I always compare now. You know, a driver who drives on circuit when it's when it's raining. If you are not confident, you know, you don't warm the tires properly, so you are too slow. And on the dune, it's a little bit the same. If you are no confidence... You don't keep enough momentum, enough speed, so you can get stuck. Or next time you are frustrated, you say, oh yeah, I get stuck, so I keep more speed. And unfortunately, it's a dune that you should not keep speed and you (laughs) are flying. So you are against care.
0: So. uh, It sounds like Dakar is this kind of, uh, uh, this endless challenge, right? So the the, the terrain is changing from year to year. It's so harsh on the body, on the car. Exactly. uh, And. You know, I can see in your head. It's like you want to you, you want to master this challenge because there's so many parts to it. Right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. But uh, again, when you do it privately, so without any factory, uh, you don't practice much because it's it's not so it's not easy to practice on a on, you know, on a dune. <laughs> so or you go to Morocco. So that was uh, the last years what I done. But this year, we were in uh, in Chile for one month, so I could not go. <clears throat> Before that, in Morocco, it's so warm that it makes no sense to go because <laughs> yeah. the, the, the sand is too soft, so you learn nothing. So this year, so far, I've done zero kilometer for next Dakar, you know. So it's a little bit tricky, but um, for sure, it's a challenge that I would like to perform better and to see if I could... Uh, or it could be interesting for for later definitely Mm -hmm. but for the rest you know i'm i'm quite happy for sure my ultimate dream will be to have more time to go like sweden rally you know finland you know learn uh, for sure I will be very slow but see these crazy things that uh, hopefully I will see before that I died. Yeah, <laughs> <you can laughs> but I still have more years so it's okay, possibly doing historic. <laughs> your, your
1: fingers are in many many pies and they're all in very exciting terms currently because Le Mans is just going to have completely new rules and regulations to go in there. Dakar you've got very exciting technology from Audi's new car being there. Pikes Peak is just mad, Festival of Speed's mad, Circuit racing, mad, road cars are mad. And they all want you to drive them. So it's not a bad job to, to have. And then you go and do your own projects of driving up volcanoes. It's
2: pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But you don't have to forget that at the end, a year is 365 days. Yeah. Uh, if you have a family, uh, also it takes, uh, and you know, I'm very lucky that the last, phew, nearly now we start this crazy rally story, my team and so on, 2000, as I told you, eight, so nearly 15 years, that I'm doing many things flat out and, and everybody is supporting that. I mean, We don't have to forget that all this, you know, when we speak about this rally, this Dakar, it's all privately. So you have to organize everything, you have to found the funding, you have to organize your team, you know, your guys. I mean, uh, now we are here uh, nicely uh, sitting, but today uh, I can tell you in the workshop was some action, you know, I was on the phone and this is a lot of days so for sure uh, to find a driver who want or with a lot of my colleagues sometimes are telling me but why, why you are doing that are you crazy or what you know but uh, at the end of the day for me i think uh, to make all this effort after you have crazy or cool idea like bike speak like the chili project if i never done dakar if i never done rally i would never done this Chile, This uh, the, Chili project with Porsche, you know. So at the end of the day, somehow uh, you you have the advantage that also you can do things that mm-hmm. you you love. It's even yeah. not you like. You love again a lot of my colleagues from Le Mans. They don't like that. Also, don't, they don't love motorsport. That I am. Mm. L- <laughs> it's a job. It's a job. So. Yeah. They don't want to do, but uh, you know, it's different for people. You know? Yeah,
1: you're a proper petrol head,
0: I think that comes through loud and clear.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah, loud and clear.
1: And you've got lots of trophies in your cabinets to back it up, too. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, but at the end, you don't, in my own, uh, I don't do that for uh, glory or for trophy. You know, I do that because I'm just, uh, yeah, enjoying, you know, love, and you know, it's a pleasure always to also share you know with the old driver we can go in 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 10 days time in my truck in alice we will drive some porsche with a uh, ragnotti will be there all you know french f- famous driver will come Sabi will be there did oil will be there we do an event on a saturday I invite I invite all these guys and i'm so happy that uh, this week when i call them they will all come they are, you know for me they were kind of uh, you know hero you know and uh, i always said in France, my hero is not Alain Prost, it's uh, Gérard Larousse, because Gérard was driving all kinds of cars on his age, you know, at the time. And this is for me more impressive that one driver was driving one discipline.
1: Yeah, Do you think that's still possible for young drivers now to be able to do what you do and do multi-discipline motorsport?
2: Yeah, if they are not... Uh, <laughs> this week, one young guy from Porsche, Julian Lauer, a French guy, told me, oh, you are lucky, you are so many good project I, my reply was just if you work hard you could do the same <laughs> but yeah. the problem is you have to work a lot you know to organize as I told you all these crazy yeah. things you know so uh, for sure if you have a factory driver and come as I'm lucky to be and come and drive and get paid and even don't take care of your helmet it's good eh? it's nice mm. <laughs> but if you want to do all the other things and you are not talented like club and you want to do rally you have to do it on your own that's, uh, that's also what you have to accept
1: well, I just mm. think it's amazing. It's mind blowing. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I wish to enter one of the races, but the fact you've done them all and then won them,
2: it's just yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, mind I've blowing. I've
0: got a feeling, Roman, you're going to be racing cars until you're an old, old, old man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's what I said to Porsche, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Factory
0: driver aged 85. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: Six yeah. generation times wherever that 992 Dakar uh, goes. Yeah, will yeah. behind it.
2: Yeah, you, know, you never know what can happen, but for sure, I think when you're still passionate and when you have. When you are physically in a good shape and you need to be fast, definitely, if you can still do it. You know, on a, for for a manufacturer or something. You know, uh, I hope uh, next year I can do in Pike's Peak with a good car again, and uh, and, and Le Mans and things like that for sure, definitely. Sure. Only the calendar sometimes our problem because there are a lot of clashes with date. You know, like. Last night, I was already looking the calendar for next year. What can I do or not do? And uh, in one of my projects is already clashing with the WAC race. So <laughs> 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 there's a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Oh, well, it's man. a good problem to have.
0: Exactly. Look, um, I wish you all the best with all these projects you've got going on, all these passion projects and, and all the racing going on with Porsche. Um, and, yeah, thank you so much for talking to us and, and, and telling us everything.
2: It was a pleasure, all the time, okay. <laughs> to Cheers. speak with passionate Thank you. people. <laughs> awesome.
0: <so> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Top Gear Magazine podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe, to leave us a review, to leave us a star rating.
1: But also check out what is in the rest of the feed, because as well as interviews, we've got our monthly uh, behind the curtain look into the issues that we make. And also, there's some new audio tidbits coming. So, like Chat says, subscribe.